0: Welcome back to the Mandalorian. It's the, the Mandalorian review show from the people. What brung you? Uh, Star Wars minute. Is that a Star is that a good, Wars uh, minute? Is that a good <laughs> good thing? What was what was that? Was it Dumb and Dumber or something? What, was there something that they said uh, from the people? What brung you? Hmm. I've never seen all of Dumb and Dumber. Uh You know, it's uh, it's fine. <laughs> I I feel like it was presented to me as like, isn't this the most hilarious thing ever? And it was fine.
1: There's two parts that I like. I could see how in the right circumstances like if I'd seen it in a theater filled with people and everyone's I think I, I would have laughed at it but sure you know anyway we're not here to talk anyway, about dumb and dumber this is not dumb and dumber minute uh this is the
0: mandalorian we're here reviewing the second episode of the new Disney Plus Star Wars show the mandalorian
1: episode 2 the child
0: yeah i had to go back we we get a, a cold open and then a title card here and uh, I had to go back and see, like, did I miss the title card for the first one? Because as far as I knew, the first one was just called, you know. Chapter one. Yeah. But uh, I I went back and I scrubbed. I didn't see a title card on hmm. chapter one. But this is part two, chapter two, The, the Child. Uh, I do like, I don't know if you got it, it, it. I don't know if it's platform agnostic or whatever. But I did get a, uh, like, you know, basically, like, previously on Star Wars, which uh, I like. You know, recap the first episode a bit. Yeah. Um, which is the first time we've had that because the first time we've had a real. I mean, I maybe they did that for some Clone Wars and uh, uh, Rebels episodes or there was what is it? The Resistance? What's the what's the Resistance? Yeah,
1: Clone Wars would always start off with a a kind of um narration, right? It'd have like a newsreel, right? Yeah, telling you basically anything you needed to know, which is kind of like a previously on, you know, sort of setting the context. So, yeah, um, but I, yeah, and then we get the um we get the new
0: um we get the Lucasfilm logo and then the Star Wars kind of brand logo um mm-hmm. which this time had a little fanfare music with it. I I liked it more kind of, you know, I liked it with just the beeping. I liked the the sound bridge from um, you know, yeah. from the from the show, but the fanfare is fine. Ben Pad is fine.
1: <laughs> it is some fine fanfare.
0: Um and then we 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 jump right into it, and it, it's kind of almost you know where immediately where it left off last time, more or less. It's we've got the the titular Mandalorian, the Boba Fett, um, and he's he's kind of wandering. And here's where it takes. I you mentioned it, I think last episode. Um, here's where it definitely takes on a a lone wolf and cub vibe. Yeah, you know it's very much, you know the the warrior and the baby cart.
1: Right, um, baby cart. Nobody calls it that, right? Baby cart, like a like not like a cart that isn't grown up yet. <laughs> exactly, it's
0: like a like a cartridge, but a smaller one.
1: Mm-hmm. A cartil
0: cartilage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and and uh, so we get this great moment again, going back to stuff that I said last episode. Uh, it, it's not afraid to be quiet, and we get this mm-hmm. great moment. You know, it starts out him just kind of walking with the with the baby cart.
1: And then, There's a lot of scenes of them just walking, just you know, him walking and the baby floating. There's yeah. a lot of kind
0: of you
1: know, moody pieces like
0: that. Yeah, and and from as far as I'm concerned, not in a bad way. That that somebody once pointed to that within Lone Wolf and Cub, the comic, mm-hmm. as the you know, the one of the standout things, one of the things that makes it so good is the pacing of it. That you'll have a, a full page of just kind of you know the guy uh, slowly. I, I've forgotten the main character's name. I'm sorry, Lone Wolf. Uh, walking towards you, you know, over a hill or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll just it'll just let that happen, and, right? It's kind of establishing the mood, establishing the setting, you know, this this kind of beautiful pacing that we we get a bit of it here, and I I appreciated it, just, you know, it's him in the baby cart, and then it's a quiet moment while he you know that something's up. It builds tension just by being quiet. You don't need the like ba 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 ba, you know, yeah. As much as I love my pa 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 like it, it's it's best used when uh, you know in small
1: doses and when appropriate. Yeah, you got it, it loses its specialness if everything is a pa pa moment. Yeah. Uh-, uh it kinda reminded me which is it kinda reminded me um of um R2 in the uh mm. when he's going through the, the Jundlin wastes um and he's captured and he's captured by Jawas, which of course it's foreshad- foreshadowing of what's uh, what's to come, but uh, exactly. it kind of reminded me of that, of him stopping and looking around and, you know, that stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but instead of Jawas, uh, our, our, the, the titular Mandalorian gets uh, beset by Trandoshans, I'm assuming? I'm assuming?
1: Uh, I got the... into a discussion with our friend Chris Radke about this. Okay. And uh, do you have any information? Because he said they're Trandoshans, and so I think I've are? heard... That's what he said, mm-hmm. and that, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> and then uh, I saw references to Trandoshans in some of the publicity material, but when you look at them, they don't look like uh, the Trandoshan that we've seen, namely Bosk. Like their head, these, these almost look like human Trandoshan hybrids. Mm. Like their hands don't have that, that those weird long arms that Bosk has, and the feet don't look like Bosk's. You know, uh, very familiar feet. So, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm, I'm wary about that these are true Trandoshans.
0: Well, according to the Wikipedia, uh, yeah. the creatures that show up are Trandoshans or Trandoshans, depending on, hmm. this is, I feel like normally where somebody else would correct us, but
1: correct. Some, someone puts. at home is, someone at home is, uh, doing it. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like that they're Trandoshans. Yeah. Uh it well it it i don't mind if they're Trandoshans, but not trandoshans
0: marriage <laughs> are um the the it, it's interesting because it's the um like it, it, is it verging too much on the thing where it's just like well we've seen one trandoshan bounty hunter so trandoshans must all be you know like these as we later find out these are bounty hunters set on the same thing are they are, are, is it just because you know? Oh well, bounty hunters—you know, there are some Um, You know, is it being—is it kind of reducing them to you know, one thing that we saw? That's what—that's what the the race is defined by.
1: Yeah, well, that's definitely—I didn't even think about that uh, factor, but yeah, that's uh, that's well, everyone is a bounty hunter in Star Wars, so it's it's kind of like hard to uh, yeah to not fall back. The default the occupation for everyone is bounty hunter. So uh right. I don't know. Have we seen any Trandoshan uh, astronauts or or accountants <laughs> or um presidents? Hmm. Yeah, who's the
0: see? president of Trandosha? Let's see. Uh who's Trandosha? the Trandosha?
1: Oh, it's uh It's
0: an Arboreal. <laughs> or Bosk Tweed. He's the Yeah, there you go. Uh Inhabitants, blah, 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 sentient reptilian humanoids, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, Dosha, the Trandoshan homeworld, was the main setting of the original script for Padawan Lost, the 21st episode of the animated television series Star Wars The Clone Wars third season, but this locale was later changed to Wukash, was Waska, trandosha's moon. Waska! Waska! Although not visited, Trandosha can still be seen in the episode's final version as well as the following episode, Wookiee Hunt, both of which aired mm. on April Fool's Day, 2011. Um, Trandosha traces its origins to the 1996 Star Wars Legends story, uh, short story, The Prize Pelt, tale, The Tale of Bosk, written by Kathy <laughs> Tyres and featured in the anthology book, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Um, so... I don't see that's in that's of course all canon the canon listing. Uh I don't see who the uh I'm looking in the legendist part to see anything about the government of uh, Trandosha but I don't What do see you
1: think what do you think it is a uh, a monarchy the kingdom monarchy Is it a um, uh, a uh, technocracy
0: I'm trying to see what uh let's say let's see class I see climate um grid coordinates <laughs> um they're they're uh constitutional oh, monarchy tribal government is tribal tribal mm. so mm. i'm assuming there's some kind of uh you know warlord or or um chieftain of of uh you think there's one Trandoshan to rule them all or is it uh is it just a bunch of different un- unorganized disorganized tribes
1: well it says tr i guess i guess maybe it's because I don't know if it's a uh, cultural uh bias, but I guess whenever you hear tribes you think of like a bunch of squabbling small groups you don't think of like a like one tribe you know, that runs the whole planet <laughs> it it does have a capital city though Hishkor,
0: Hishkor is the capital city so maybe it is a, you know it's a, a, a loosely organized like a federation of tribes essentially mm
1: like the um, dark crystal. Sure. <laughs>
0: they're um they're major. So imports my go to
1: in... analogy for everything. Can <laughs> drag the dark ma-
0: crystal into it. <laughs> major imports technology. Major exports
1: slaves and mercenaries. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Well, it's weird that their export is slaves. Does that well, mean they... they are exporting trans Transdoshian slaves? No, I think they're like a
0: clearinghouse. Like they they go get a bunch of Wookiees, and then people come to them for. So then,
1: wouldn't Wookiees uh, also be listed as an imported good? Um, because they're bringing the Wookiees to Trandoshan, and then they're selling them. And then They're exporting them from Trandoshan, so it seems like they're importing just as many Wookiees as they are exporting.
0: I guess so. Oh, uh, I've uh, I've just been handed a note. Uh, the uh, Reich. Reichsa is the war chief of Trandoshan. Hmm. Trandosh, Trandosh. <laughs> Trando. Trandosha. War Chief of Trandosha.
1: Isn't it just um, Dosha?
0: Dosha is the language, I believe. Oh, okay. Um and it's also um a tasty um uh, lunchtime snack, right?
1: Mm hmm. Um put it put it in your basket. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah so uh, we 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 get uh beset by um trandoshans um uh, mm-hmm. don't look exactly like the one that we've seen but hey that's uh you know not all earthlings look the same
1: maybe they have a population of captive wookies that they have and they just breeding sell those stock. yeah and then they just sell those that basically that's the ones they export are the ones that they're breeding mm-hmm. there on trandoshan right but Wookiees must have a slow, like, that's a poor system, because Wookiees must have a, like a... Yeah, they live
0: for a long time. It's...
1: Yeah, long time. Um, so you think, like, an adult Wookiee would take, like, you know...
0: Well, plus 50, then you sell one, and, you know, nobody needs another one for 200 years. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. that Well, that's why, you know... But that's why Trandosha is uh, probably limited, you know, and it's
1: uh... they can't even afford shoes,
0: hmm. or socks, <laughs> Bosque um, socks. Yeah, I was trying to think of shoebosk.
1: Well, um, we see something here that we've never seen before. Uh, finally, we see our first disintegration.
0: Yeah, it took me until he said it later that I had to go back and be like, "Oh right, disintegrations." Yeah, um, they were previously uh, off the table, but here, their disintegration is aplenty.
1: plenty. I uh, like that their clothes get left behind. It's hmm. very, uh, very, uh, very rapture-y. Well, Or like Obi Wan, same similar.
0: Hmm. Maybe, maybe all of these uh, Trandoshans and Jawas are becoming one with the Force.
1: <laughs> they're all, all Force. Maybe they'll show up in the, the Rise of Skywalker. Although, oh, actually, though, no, this is after. No, this is before Rise of Skywalker because this yeah. is. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll show up in Rise of Skywalker. Mm. I hope um,
0: so. Yeah,
1: I thought it was uh, pretty cool the disintegrations. I wonder why more people don't use them.
0: Well, it um, it might be a, I don't know, it might be a like a. Not a hidden technology, but a kind of a less, um, frequently used. Technology, mm-hmm. maybe it's not you know it's not experimental, but you know something. Maybe not everybody has access to it. Essentially, yeah. It seems um, like it would come in handy, though. Oh sure. Um, yeah, and so after um, a, a brief battle, um, the the package is safe. We get the the title card, the child. Uh, I want to give a shout out to. We had some conversation over whether. This was CG or a puppet. I'm assuming it's a puppet. Based on, I have, I have
1: some information on that. Oh, okay. It Am is a I... puppet.
0: Okay, good. It, it reminds me. Ruby. Go ahead. Oh, it reminds me very much of the Yoda puppet that I had as a child, like the Empire Strikes Back era Yoda puppet.
1: Hmm.
0: At times, you know, the the little kind of like one piece of rubber. <laughs> yeah. With uh, hair.
1: <laughs> you know, one piece of rubber with hair. <laughs> yeah, Yoda. Yeah. Uh yeah, I saw an interview with um uh, Werner Herzog of all people. Hmm. And uh, he was talking about the uh the baby Yoda puppet. And uh he was saying that in real life, it, like it was it was it looked so realistic in real life that he said it moved him to tears.
0: Hmm. I'd love I can picture him saying that too. It's a pretty yeah. it's pretty awesome. So uh yeah. Uh yeah, I'm hoping that a lot of those extras get posted. I I've, I've been checking out as much as I can on the extras section of, uh, Disney plus. Yeah. Uh, you know, each, each thing has extras and, uh, as a tab. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that. I, I hope that gets more popular as extras get developed. You know, a lot of the extras, um, that they've thrown in there so far have been stuff that we've seen, um, from other sources, you know, from, from, uh, either the dvds or or you know yeah uh, blu-rays i think the the phantom menace extras look like they're just taken straight from either the dvds or like like streaming web clips they they look like it uh, looks like you're watching it through wax paper it looks terrible
1: hmm um, uh yeah i th- i was i was impressed when I, I looked at the star on the new hope um Extras and it has a bunch of deleted scenes that uh, yeah I mean all stuff that I we'd seen before but the fact that it was there readily available like you know I thought that was uh, very handy because you know they don't usually yeah, I, uh they might have been those might have been included on the Blu-ray box set I never got I'm the not Blu-rays. terribly familiar with it
0: yeah but yeah. it's great to see the you know the the Tashi Station scene and and stuff like that in in, in kind of beautiful highest possible
1: quality yeah. I love that rough cut of the uh, cantina too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not here to talk about Star Wars. We're here to talk about <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we get um, so the Yoda puppet, which which also reminds me of Gizmo. I've been talking a lot about um, Gremlins recently, mm-hmm. and it it was very much on my uh, on my mind perhaps. But it it's going it's very much a similar thing. Yeah, I could totally see that. Um, and from that battle, we also get to see that uh, within the the Mandalorian's armor, there's some uh, circuitry, mm-hmm. which I don't. We never really saw that in you know Boba or Django when they got sliced up. We never saw circuitry in their armor.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting... I almost feel like they put... I When I first saw this, and then later on when the Jawas shoot him, I was like, oh, they just put that in there specifically so that when the Jawas shoot him, they'll have a reason why he is vulnerable to that as opposed to, you know... Because I... I assume that Jawa gun that they shoot R2 with wouldn't hurt a human. Like, it would just do circuitry. You know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like an EMP. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Mm. Um, you know Watch me. son, he's got a Jawa gun. Mhm. Um yeah, it, and it it uh it's a good another good kind of uh fairly quiet scene that we get him kind of sitting around the campfire, the baby, the package is there and uh we he's kind of healing himself. Uh you know, performing Rambo-style self-surgery. Um and the much like uh you know, E.T. or Gizmo he the 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 package is curious and reaches out to help, and we get a moment where it's also you're like oh is he gonna does he have the force is he gonna use the force, and mm-hmm. then it, like the the titular Mandalorian kind of backs up and is like you know cut it out you're being weird, which he is.
1: Uh, once uh, baby Yoda left the um the 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 baby box, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I started my my warning flags started to. Uh, to, to uh, alarm uh, your wish warning flags, the warning flags that uh oh, this you know, like I'm okay with baby Yoda being kind of like a MacGuffin, but mm-hmm. once the MacGuffin starts like interacting with people and being cute and all that, I'm like, Ugh, mm-hmm. like, warning, warning, this is this could get very uh, you know, uh, right. treacly. So I just wanted to say right. that this was where I first started being a little bit wary. So, okay, noted for the record. And also, um, how unobservant is he's the worst bounty hunter in the world because like he, the other day he got surprised when that monster ran up to him while he was looking through binoculars, and in this time he's getting surprised by a baby which is two feet away from him and he cannot see it when it starts climbing out of the uh, out of the, uh, the 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 baby box.
0: Well, he's he's occupied.
1: I guess so, I'd... but that's I like how how would you how would Baby Yoda get out of that and not like. Tumble to the ground, and I don't know. Based
0: purely on the uh, what we've seen in the first episode, in mm-hmm. the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. I would posit that you know, based purely on screen time and and you know activity, that he is either the best or second best bounty hunter that we've seen. Uh, it, it's a it's a tight race between Zam Wessel and the titular Mandalorian, as far as like who hmm. managed to get anything done. Boba Fett, you know, just stands there, you know, just basically like hides in the trash and then like lets everybody know where to go. He doesn't yeah. do any capturing. It's true. And then he gets knocked into a pit and dies. Well, or not. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the bounty hunters don't even get that far. The rest of the ones from the Execucizer. That's true. Um, Greedo, as much as I love him, shows up and gets shot at the, at the table. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. even make it out of negotiations. <laughs> They were short. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't think of a bounty hunter that's been more effective.
1: Than... That's true. We at least saw him um, catch... He has at least one bounty that we've yeah. seen. Well, actually, right. it's a couple. We saw him catch uh, Horatio Sands, and now he's captured uh, Baby Yoda. Mm, I don't like Sands. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Um, no, yeah, he's and
0: and presumably he captured all the other ones that were in his locker there. Those other yes, kind of half true. dozen frozen
1: folks. So it, yeah. as far as I can tell, this is the most. He is the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. All right. Well, let me say he's not very observant. How about that? He's he, he gets very uh, focused when he's doing something that right. he loses. He can't doesn't pay attention to his surroundings, which as a bounty hunter can be a can be a, a deadly uh, deadly mistake. It could be. You're right.
0: Anyway. Um. Yeah, so then we um he has that uh, kind of, you know, uh fake out force moment. Mhm. Gets back to his ship, which is the what was it? The the eagle's claw or the um
1: Rain, razor catcher.
0: Razor fist. Um vehicles razor crest. There you go. Mhm. Right. I was uh it's it's very much a uh a, a kind of uh, bathroom sink kind of name. I'm sure that's how it was named. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, he gets back and discovers that his ship is being uh, um, scavenged, or uh, what's the word? Looted, um,
1: dismantled. Essentially, recycled, I would say. Recycled? Something more positive?
0: Upcycled.
1: It's, it's being reused, recycled, and renewed? And reduced. Yeah. Reduced. It is being reduced.
0: Uh, by Jawas, and, Jawas, uh, you uh you had to be happy about that. I was. I love the Sandcrawler. I love Jawas. Yeah, these are this is a different strain of Jawas. These are these are some some black robe, red eye Jawas.
1: Yeah, I looked up on the uh, Wikipedia, and it does say that Jawas are native to Tatooine. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing these are like an offshoot, um, species I mean... or race or whatever. They can. I'm assuming you know they,
0: they can live in other places. Oh yeah, you know, just just like uh, horses. <laughs> I don't know why that was my first go to, <laughs> but um, you know, it it as it goes on, we've got um, you know, maybe forever ago there were um, uh, some Jawas were brought to a different place where they, you know, a, a comparable environment, and then that's how they developed um.
1: Yeah, they um, evolve. eyes, and yeah,
0: yeah. There's different different materials that they make their cloaks out of, so they've got. Uh...
1: I got no beef with Jawas um, being here. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm gonna. I'm a little less. I'm excited to see the Sandcrawler, so I'll allow it. But like the fact that Jawas on Tatooine had a Sandcrawler, and these Jawas also somehow have like. They don't build sand crawlers. They found, they find, they on Tatooine. They found the sand crawlers that miners had left behind. So it mm. seems, it seems to, it seems like a very big coincidence that someone also happened to leave sand crawlers on this planet as well. So I would say that that I'm I'm okay with Jawas. That seems, but they should not be in a sand crawler. That seems mm. too. Coincidental that this totally different race of Jawas also happens to have a Sandcrawler. But, you know, you got to get your fan service in there somehow.
0: Well, yeah, unless they were transported en masse to, like, you know, it's like, all right, everybody get in the Sandcrawler. We're going on a road trip, essentially. Like, I hear there's good scavenging going on on this other planet.
1: That seems really ambitious for Jawas. (laughs) I don't know. They're,
0: they're, you know... (laughs) Don't be fooled by uh, you know they they seem to just have a fairly. I can't abide you know, them. They're good retailers, so. <laughs> they, I'm sure they're you know they're branching. Are out they
1: opening up another location? <laughs> <laughs> they're franchising. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, like I said, though, I'm 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 willing to give it a pass because I'm excited to see the Sandcrawler, especially when you see the Sandcrawler, the front door opening up, and you get to see the yeah, you get know, all sorts of you get to see the inside, the the cockpit, and everything. So yeah, I'm and, I'm happy about that
0: the cool little uh like you know uh uh you know like what's up what's up like uh, t- t- kind of telephone system thing you know <laughs> yep
1: yeah. uh was that yellow submarine you were doing yeah a little bit <laughs> um and i love the detail of them having like using the roof for all like i don't know whether they're drying their laundry or or something's going yeah, on Yeah, it it's seems like a like the sun got, deck like, patio <laughs> furniture and stuff like that yeah, so I really like those. Those are nice touches. Those little uh, those little details. So, mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's yeah. definitely cool. That's and that's up to the you know again like if you make it cool and it makes sense with the story, great. Then we can you know that's up to the the expanded universe authors to make it all fit together. Yeah, they get to be the glue. You just make the cool stuff
1: happen. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you how it happens. You right. just make something happen.
0: That's that's probably why, you know, that's there's one of the one of the reasons why the um, you know, some of the prequel stuff maybe gets bogged down because it's trying to be the glue. Yes, instead of the meat, which is a mixed <laughs> metaphor there, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Mm, a glue sandwich. <laughs> some horse meat. So then uh so then uh, the Boba Fett goes to try to stop the Jawas from uh from leaving. And he uh, gets into a big Jawa brawl. Yeah, he definitely um,
0: kills a lot of them. Um, and it's. Uh, he,
1: I was shocked. I was shocked at first that that, that like he was just killing because the only people we know who killed Jawas so far are uh, is Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. So seeing uh, <laughs> him just killing them willy nilly was like was was it was shocking. Uh, well, you know he's uh, he's uh, he's, a, he's a tough character. Oh, yeah. And plus, everyone clearly everyone that were in the world hates Jawas. They they yeah, think I'm, of them as like subhuman, disgusting I mean, creatures. If C three PO hates you, yeah, exactly. And he's designed to be polite and protocol. Yeah, Mister Protocol hates you. Then uh, <laughs> have,
0: something's got to be up.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, this whole the whole battle though seemed very. Uh, it it reminded me of a mishmash of a lot of different things. It reminded me of Last Crusade. Sure. When he's when uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Crusade, when he's hanging on the side of the tank and they're yeah. trying to smush him on the side of the uh, the cliffs, uh, it reminded me of Monty Python The Holy Grail when all the Jawas were throwing stuff down at him as he was trying to like in the when like the French the French oh, right. soldiers do in uh, in Holy Grail, and it also reminded me of the Batman TV show when he was scaling hmm. climbing up the rope and the Jawas were peeking out of the windows. They oh, almost man. wanted to see like Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr. Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who would today's Who would today's uh, cameos be? Um, It'd be like Kevin Smith.
0: Yeah, could be Kevin Smith. I feel like, um, who's that guy that pops up on everything?
1: John Legend, James James Corden. I
0: feel like John Legend is on TV all the time, like guest starring on different things. I could be wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. I only know
0: him from like TV guest starring appearances. I feel like.
1: <laughs> yeah, John
0: Legend would be a good one. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, it also reminded me a little bit of, of kind of, uh, Luke on the outside of the sail barge too.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that.
0: Um, and so it's a good, you know, again, a good mishmash of influences that made for an exciting scene. Um, yeah. and, you know, seeing that, and I love that it ends unsuccessfully for, for, uh, the titular Mandalorian. Yeah, I was all the way up there and then there's just a bunch of Jawas with their zappers and they they just blast them
1: that uh, I really like that shot of them um, when he gets to the top and they all they yeah. all say the same thing that uh, that um, not Pete the Jawa but the main Jawa right. says he's like or whatever when they're when they all pull up their guns and all pretty much say the same thing. So it's funny. I also never thought of all the Jawas carrying guns. I only thought that like the main Jawa carried a gun.
0: Well, again, it varies. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Well, you know, the the main Jawa from from the motion picture is definitely a control freak. You know, he doesn't want anybody else to have the gun. Yeah. You know, Unless guns are more just more. Kind of...
1: Yeah, or guns are just more plentiful here that oh, they they be. have enough enough to spread around.
0: Right. They just stole like like fifty guns from him. So,
1: <laughs> I'd say about twenty
0: guns. Some on the surface, some in the closet.
1: <laughs> uh one weird thing is this one part where he throws a Jawa off the top of the sandcrawler. Yeah. A- and you see this the Jawa fall ala wily coyote, but then when he hits the ground he just kind of like vanishes. Hmm. It, it, re- it reminded me of like a video game, <laughs> <where> <laughs> like when the character dies you don't actually see maybe just seeing a, a Jawa's body hit the ground would be too too harsh so they're like, oh, let's just kind of fudge it a bit and have him just kind yeah. of disappear in a puff of smoke." Well, I'm assuming, but, uh, yeah.
0: There's there's dust being kicked up by the sand crawler that he yeah. fell into. Um,
1: um but it, yeah, yeah but overall, the, a great set piece.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice kind of, uh, you know, and, uh, like you said, like like the Monty Python kind of bit. Like, and I love, you know, despite you know they end up having weapons up on the top, but I love the kind of everyday Jawas just using junk as weapons because that's what they have.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's almost like the Ewoks. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, great scene.
0: Yeah, and then you see, you know, he he wakes up, makes his way back to uh, um, the Ugnolty's house. You get—I I love the one thing that the quiet allows us to um, experience is I love the the grunts and the breathing that mm-hmm. we get from him. It's good, uh, you know, it, it makes it feel more physical, more real that, the, you know, as he's, as he's, you know, getting beaten up and after when he's, you know, kind of recovering from stuff and when he's, you know, doing a lot of these long walks and stuff like that, like you hear him grunting and kind of panting sometimes and it's a good, uh, it's a nice touch.
1: Yeah, definitely a human. Uh, yeah, yeah it kind of reminded me of, um, in the same way that, um, Indiana Jones is a, uh, is always, like, losing and getting beat up and, and uh, yeah. stuff like that. You know, he's not, like, a Terminator or, a uh, like, a killing machine type guy. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he's a human. So, I yeah. also like when he goes to what check out the ship and it's all wrecked. I thought it would be nice if there was, like, Jawa graffiti and, like, poop everywhere and, like, they totally, <laughs> like, you know, beer cans and stuff. They, they totally, like, trashed it
0: Right. Like, with that little, like, subway graffiti, really rough cartoon drawing of a penis. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, on the out, on the, done on the outside of his ship. That would have been right. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> flying around with that on the, for the rest of the uh, rest of the series. Yeah, his ship kind of looks through, like in, him, in, doesn't in, it? Jawa. A little bit. Like the front of it, it, it looks like just that. I was just you know playing in the background here, and just the the front of the the ship almost looks like his head. It matches that kind of Art Deco y Right. Anyway,
0: that's appropriate. Ugnolty. Uh, Ugnulti. We get back to Ugnulti's house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And he's a uh, this kind of you know um, wise patient character. Um, he kind of you know, know knows the deal. Kind of guides guides him on his way. Um,
1: he makes a point of saying that Jawas steal; they don't destroy. Right, which is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: <clears throat> there, uh, and uh, then we get we get more uh puppet Yoda walking around, or yo, what was that? yodel? Yodel, yodel. the puppet <laughs> walking around the package, uh, on his um, out on his own, and he has an interaction with a space frog of some sort. Hmm. Um, which is uh, interesting. Why? How are there frogs there? This looks like a desert planet. First of all, I guess well, maybe they're there for the moisture because there's a moisture farmer.
1: Well, and also the very next scene when they when they're walking to um to try to find the jaw was they uh, it's pouring rain. So like there's there's there must be some this guy's anyway. I don't like that he's a moisture farmer. I wish they would made him like a carrot farmer or something. <laughs> Especially since I, if you're gonna have it raining, well, could, you put a bucket out. You're a moisture farmer if it's if, it's, if it's buckets of rain. But um anyway, I do like raining? that. I don't remember it raining at all. Yeah, the very next scene when they when they when they're when they ride the bee, the creature uh and they go to find the sand crawler. It's at nighttime and they're walking and it's pouring rain. Hmm. I don't, I don't Thun, thunder lightning everything. Thunderbolt, lightning. Very very mm-hmm. frightening. Uh, uh but yeah, I love the I, I like the uh, the the Yoda uh eating the frog routine. Nice callback to uh, Jabba the Hutt there. Right. Um and well, that,
0: uh That, hmm? that- made me i have a question do you think that there were uh frogs in yoda's stew
1: hmm i think uh i think yodas are omnivores i think they'll eat anything
0: Well, i, I yeah that I, which made me there's plentiful it seems like there are more um you know creatures around on on where yoda was on Dagobah than there were i mean there was a lot of vegetation but not a lot of it seemed like um terribly edible. You know, there weren't a lot of fruits or vegetables that I saw. There was just a lot of vines and leaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that made me wonder, like, oh, was there were there frogs and lizards and stuff in the in the stew? Um, and if so, um what is that why Luke didn't like it? <laughs> Does Luke not eat frogs?
1: <laughs> well I, y- Yoda would have to eat anything that he could get his like he it's not like he can grow crops there or anything. He has to be, well, he has to have a, a wide, um, he has to be willing to eat a lot of different stuff if you're going to live in a swamp. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, I bet he does eat frogs.
0: Yeah. Yoda? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Yoda. I think, yeah, I think no matter what he does, I was just wondering if it was in the, yeah. in the stew. Oh, yeah. I'll say, no way so, I
1: know it. I'll say yes, it was in the stew. Um... I like that we uh, get a scene of um like an ugnaut interacting with Jawas and I'm I'm really hoping that we eventually get a scene with an Ugnaut, a Jawa and an Ewok the the Jack Purvis uh, special right. Have Hopefully them all... they walk into a bar. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And I love the idea that Nick Nolte is speaking uh, Jawa Jawese. Yeah. Um yeah, and it, it works
0: for like despite the fact that we've mainly heard Java and that kind of like high pitched chirpy voice, like hearing him say stuff in his like kind of it, right, it, it totally works. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm glad they. Resi- I'm glad they've been they've had a light hand with Utini. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is exactly where you know it's it's a a, a pitfall it's it's a trap waiting to be it's a trap speaking of which um you know there's a lot of kind of cliche fan y stuff that you could easily fall into which um it seems like you know they're not they they do some like i said audio a lot of some, some of the audio stuff is is audio pandering uh, to a certain extent but again it's <laughs> it's it, it, it's elevated above the kind of uh, low-hanging fruit of references for the most part does that make yeah sense? i was
1: uh, yeah totally i was i really impressed with the um jawa uh dialogue <laughs> yeah. you called that. because you know <clears throat> like we pointed out last week with uh the java's door um the door droid and, uh, and um, Garindian, you can definitely recognize a lot of reused sound effects. Uh, but yeah. considering how many Jawas are in this bit, uh, I heard... Uh, they may, might have heard like one Utini, but for the most... And a couple of little odd bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, um, But for the most part, I did not... Uh, they, they did a good job of getting new J- Jawas. I wonder if it's easier because it was basically just like a real-life language just kind of sped up and chopped up. So that would be pretty easy to just find those same that those same people who speak that same language just record them doing stuff and then you know yeah exactly. speed up as opposed to having to make up a like a language like hadith or whatever but uh, good work good work sound department well one of the
0: new um words in jawa that we hear um which is one of my new favorite things is suga
1: suga, suga.
0: That
1: means, uh and if oh, you that think, means egg right
0: yeah the egg if you think for a second that I'm going to be able to make breakfast at any point in the next couple of months without saying "suga," "suga,"
1: is it uh, "suga" or family. "tuga"? "Suga," I thought. Huh? Why you think it's "tuga"? I thought it was "tuga" because to me it sounded like they were saying like "toga," like like a toga party.
0: <laughs> well, they're already wearing robes, so they can't have. Yeah, a toga that's party. true. They have to have a suga party.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, um, I. Also I we I forgot I did not mention it but earlier but uh our first burp joke. When really? uh, when when uh, Yoda eats Baby Yoda, when Yoda eats the frog, um he burps afterwards adorably. Oh. Yes. I didn't so, I don't
0: know if I caught that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again my spider sense was tingling that this I don't didn't like where this was going but uh yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um
0: Yeah, so so uh they they send the titular Mandalorian on the quest for the Suga. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Oh, so, sorry, one one other thing before we get to the the, uh, the, the egg quest. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a scene where Nick Nolte is speaking Jawa, and even the Mandalorian uh, sp- speaks a bit of Jawa before he attacks them with yeah. a flamethrower.
0: Yeah, he does it badly.
1: <laughs> but uh it made me think about all the scenes in Star War- in all the Star Wars we've seen of people trying to speak a foreign language. Mm. Uh and uh but we've seen it a couple of times. Uh even uh, 3PO, we've seen 3PO yeah. like 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 uh Yeah. Halting did Yeah. Uh Oh, to Oh yeah, he uh, speaks Huttese
0: and Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, who else have we seen? Uh, oh, Han yeah. Solo and, uh, in, in Solo, he, sp- he speaks, uh, Kazook. Sure yeah. Mm-hmm. Kazookian.
0: hmm Um, there's a, um, uh, I mean, you could count, uh, kind of, uh, I would count Bib Fortuna dipping into basic every once in a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, the Jawas um, don't they say Wookiee in, in basic in this? That you say when he starts to speak Jawa, they say, "Oh, you sound like a Wookiee.
0: Yeah, I think Wookiee is just Wookie, in,
1: right. you right. Know. That's what I mean. But they they they're using another. It's like when right. you see like someone speaking uh, like Spanish, and then suddenly an English word will jump out at you because you know you'll you'll recognize it. So that's what. They, anyway,
0: that's an interesting though. Like the Wookiee word for Wookiee isn't Wookiee, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I've never understood the about, about. I've never understood that about why Wookies have a language that they can't say. Like I, presumably right. during the holiday special, Ma- Mala must have said Chewbacca at one point. what did it sound like in right. in? Well, when when
0: know. he introduces when uh, Chewie introduces himself to Han in Solo, he says he's like rrr, rrr, he's like Chewbacca. So it's, there's got to be there's something interesting going on there that I don't. Yeah. Um. We don't. I don't get it. But to me, uh, let, let's put on a kind of a linguist, uh, anthropology kind of hat and think that, um, I would say that that just means that Jawas first encountered Wookiees via a different race who referred to oh, them yeah. in using the basic term. I agree. So that you know, Jawas and Wookies had no interaction until, you know, they were somebody else referred to them as Wookiees. Right. So the, the Jawa word for Wookiee is Wookiee because they learned it from some uh, a different race who spoke basic.
1: I'm starting to think that Wookiees are the most put upon um, and discriminated against race in Star Wars.
0: Wookiees are droids. They're both up there. You're
1: well, droids. droids as a race. If you're not counting
0: droids as a race, mm. then I, I, that would be evidence that droids are more put upon. Oh, that would prove, native, that, that native would native
2: only
1: prove, <laughs> that would prove your point on one. Exactly, yeah. Alright, well so of the biological races we've seen, I feel like okay. Wookiees get the least amount of respect. Princess Leah mm. calls one a walking carpet, even when the Jawas are making fun of Wookiees. Right. Like mm. these poor Wookiees. No one cares that, that they're being attacked by the droids.
0: Yeah. Um sad. Sad. Yeah. I like Wookiees. Yeah. Um Yeah, so they the uh, here he goes on the egg quest uh -hmm. quest for eggs he goes uh into there's uh, as i said you said it i guess there was rain which i didn't notice but i my comment was there's an awful lot of dank for a desert it's kind of like you know java's basement there's a there's a lot of moisture and humidity uh and so in this cave it's it's super wet and there's puddles Mm -hmm. outside and stuff like that
1: uh that um, cave also reminds me of Monty Python the Holy Grail where the uh rabbit uh, the killer rabbit lived
0: right um and so he he goes in and then here's another um battle with the uh, battle with a monster which
1: the mudhorn
0: the mudhorn and is this
1: uh what, what, Loretta
0: what were their names the Lockhorns. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, uh, Loretta and Leroy. Wait, is it really Loretta and yeah. Leroy? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: I didn't realize they were they
1: were uh,
0: alliteratively named.
1: L- 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 Loretta and Leroy Lockhorn. All
0: right. Um. So that's uh, yeah. We get the the Mudhorn, which is a new um, creature invented for this show. I like it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and it it well done. I, I'm assuming it's it, some kind of mix of um, uh, practical and and computer effects. It could be all computer, um, but whatever it is, it 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 looks good. It fits in with its um, um, environment and uh, and is a, a, a you know realistic. Um, you know, it presents a, a
1: believable threat. It looks like an actual. Um, real prehistoric creature, an Earth prehistoric creature. So yeah,
0: doesn't Um, doesn't roll into a ball. Doesn't uh, (laughs) have you know. Doesn't try to eat the camera. Once again. Um,
1: the first thing I thought of when I saw it was that the thing that um from the uh, Dothraki arena in Attack of the Clones. That uh, what was that thing called?
0: Yeah, the um. I'm not going to say Hapabore because the Hapabore is the. The thing that doesn't fart in the Force Awakens, but the uh, mm. uh, the reek.
1: The reek wasn't the the reek.
0: The reek was the big bull kind of one. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's that's right? that's nothing. A
1: good name for that creature.
0: The Reek the the uh, meerkat um, and the uh, yeah the that's the nexu and then um,
1: Doctor Mister Mister Ackley Mister <laughs> Mr. Ackley. Mr. Ackley. <laughs> that was Doctor Ackley. <laughs> Um, but also, so yeah. it's funny that that that's what it reminded me of because of course that creature fights uh, Django Fett, and it's a similar thing where oh, they're just trying to lasso this uh, this big uh, creature and, and you know. There you go. So uh, niceness and it's it's like poetry kind of. Hmm. In, in that it rhymes. Yeah. I like don't like. Poetry. I don't like <laughs> that. Um, uh the Boba Fett does not have uh like a heat vision on his uh in built into his helmet.
0: No, I do like that. Um because I'll tie that in with one of my next notes, is that I like the um the see-through visor. Like when there are moments where he, you know, he is backlit and you can see that the, like by the his chin, visor you part, you know, yeah. the, the kind of Y front <laughs> Um, uh, you know, sh- sunglasses-looking <laughs> part is is kind of you know transparent or translucent at least rather, um, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's a, it makes it look real, um, and uh, I, I I dig it. And so that when that goes with that, you know, th- those go together. I feel like, and even Boba Fett, you know, remember the, I feel like the, the toy he he had to uh he had to have his little scope flop down to to do stuff like that. Uh-huh. It wasn't it wasn't just built into his display. He had to have a little his little you know antenna pop down in front of his eyes so he could look through it to do stuff.
1: So so uh this Boba Fett got like the cheaper version. It doesn't have the 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 option, the heat sense, heat vision option. Yeah, he's got to pay for that upgrade. Hmm. He's got to so bring more of that metal back to the Mandalorian homeworld to get it. Yeah. He's got to go get
0: get more Valerian steel to bring back to uh <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that the um, he has a fight with a monster, and uh, it looks like he, this might be it for him. He's basically prepping for, um, you know, kind of a a, a pyrrhic victory of sorts, where he's you know just kind of got his knife. He's I like he's exhausted. He's kind of got his knife held in front of him, and he's like, all right, well, we're both gonna.
1: I like that he's just almost like so pathetically. Like he's holding the knife out, but he's almost like not even looking. He like looks down at the ground while he's holding the knife out. Like he's like, Well, yeah. technically I'm going down fighting, even though I'm I'm like close averting my eyes from my impending doom. Yeah. Um and uh but then
0: uh oh they're, they're, the force. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, this is again, it's I I am I'm so far I'm still okay with the way it's being done. Mhm. But I am also a little bit my my concern level is is has gone from from zero to at least on you know what what's the alert system? What was the ter- threat level blue or something like that whatever the whatever the <laughs> lowest like like it's not no, it's not there's not nothing. There's just like a like oh, you know, be be uh Defcon 2 maybe. Wait, doesn't it go backwards?
1: Oh, I don't know. You're at the you're at the one stage above situation normal.
0: Um. Yes. Let's see. Def so. Defcon is uh operations levels. Here we go. Is Defcon uh, one. The Defcon worst. Defcon one is uh nuclear war is imminent.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh. So. I'm, <laughs> uh. I'm more of a um. Defcon well, four. Well, Defcon five is lowest state of readiness. Mm-hmm. DEFCON 4 is increased intelligence watch and strength and security measure- measures so I'm, maybe I'm that maybe I'm at DEFCON uh, I, 4 now
1: I think uh, that pushed me up to DEFCON 3 uh,
0: increase in force readiness oh there you go above that required <laughs> for normal readiness
1: <laughs> yeah I guess that's where I'm at
0: um, yeah I, I don't um, it, it, it's worried me a little bit that we're not going to get out of here without seeing a lightsaber yeah um but it's still well done, and I'm still enjoying it um but we we yeah. have a little bit of force use from uh yodel mm-hmm. and um he he doesn't solve you know he doesn't magically solve the problem, he just kind of like does a little bit of lifting mm-hmm. and then that gives the titular Mandalorian enough time to strategically reposition himself
1: with uh, that knife which kills it that's what I don't understand that
0: well because he was on the defensive he was getting attacked the whole rest of the time and didn't have once he once he had a moment to kind of figure it out he just went straight for the the vulnerable power power point pressure point or whatever the the kill spot that he knows you know he knows that stabbing it here will, will kill it but he just didn't have a chance to get to that because he was just on the, on the defensive the whole time he was getting chased right. around and knocked around
1: there might be something to it because when he when he shoots the grapp the wa- the grappling thing first it mm-hmm. seems like he shoots for the same spot. Yeah. So, I'll give you that. Okay, somehow the Boba Fett might know this one creature's particularly one weak spot, but he barely sticks the knife in like 2 inches into that thing. Like how right. what is the thing's brain right up against the 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 skin? Yeah, like ha- a, a creature that size, I feel like you'd have to, you know, it would take more than just that knife going in two or three inches. Like a bullfight, they're sticking swords in those things and they're still fighting, you know? Mm. I don't know. It seems a little it seems a little like um like comical to me that now suddenly this tiny little knife is going to uh Yeah. Is like going if, to take down if, this giant creature. If he had done so like one, you know like tiny little backup blaster shot or, or... Even or like, like stuck like, it in his neck and then the thing bled out or something. It just it just like he sticks it in and it, like instantly dies, which I guess along with what you were saying sort of points to a kind of like you 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 got this one vulnerable spot that it's uh, you know it's uh what's that thing called that the babies have the uh oh yeah you yeah. know whatever uh, that um, thing is. Fontanelle. Fontanelle. There you go yeah <laughs> so maybe it was a baby rhino he killed a baby rhino um,
0: yeah well that that I also don't think I didn't think of that, that he was here. He is, uh, protecting the, you know, this, this baby of Mm -hmm. a different species because it reminds him of when he was, um, you know, a a young person. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, he was presumably stripped from his family. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but then, you know, to get his stuff back here, he goes and is willing to kind of strip the, the, unborn uh child of this uh mud lockhorn in the in the middle and like kill the kill the parent. I guess if it, if it was if they if the Jawas wanted to eat a baby Lockhorn, then he would have had to be like, well, I'm not gonna do that. But
1: You think he would have? I think he would have done it. He probably would have
0: anyway. Maybe I yeah. guess it's a matter of sentience. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well it's established so far that this guy hates um monsters like that. He's right. so far he's he's Knocked two into unconsciousness and killed one yeah. in, in two episodes. So uh, he does not like monsters. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if someone had told me, hey, you know, we're going to do a TV show about Boba Fett fighting monsters, yeah, you know, of course sure. I'm going to say yes. I'll I mean, what up. am I going to complain about that?
0: I'll pay seven dollars a month for that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least for a while.
0: Um. So yeah, then uh, he he stabs the Lockhorn and and uh, retrieves the Suga. Mm-hmm. Um. Should have been a little more like, um, yeah. I, you mentioned kind of toga. Like I want, I want more of that kind of you know, '80s frat party movie vibe where he comes back and just like holds it above his head. And he's like, "Suga!" And they're all like, "Suga, Suga." <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a good. Uh, like, I I don't know that I needed to have them enjoying it.
1: I liked it. It was, it It kind of was a nice contrast to the sort of high stakes seriousness. And then it's just them eating this giant, yeah, Cadbury <laughs>
0: egg. <laughs> um, and it, you know, Moldau's
1: spilling half of it because they're just kind of yeah. jamming their hands into it. And, uh,
0: and it, it is a funny, like, um, you know, it's like, it's like a delicacy which all, which has value, which again makes me think the Jawas are more advanced than you're giving them credit. Hmm. Um, because they're also, you know, the stuff that they got. <clears throat> you know, they, they had, you know, less than a day's work probably stripping his ship. And mm-hmm. yet there's this delicacy that takes, you know, that they obviously have a hard time retrieving. They can't get. But once they have, they realize they have this opportunity like, oh, well, we can have this. That's great. We haven't had that in a while. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. basically it's it's not, you know, they're doing the math. There's like, it's not, if we can get this, which would cost all of it. Uh, granted, they, they did lose a handful of their friends, which is... <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
1: even the Jawas don't hold Jawa life in much uh, yeah exactly. in much
0: high regard. Um, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting like I I like that uh I I like it too now now that now that you now that I think about it again I do like it that it's yeah. just this it's this this kind of very simple delicacy. Um, it did remind me a little bit of the movie Caveman. <laughs> totally um but uh but yeah not not in a bad way uh there i think there are very few things that remind me of caveman in a bad way <laughs>
1: um i it, right maybe when revisiting
0: when I, he I went to go to... back and watch caveman but i probably don't somebody who's watched caveman in the last you know 30 years can can tell me like no i'm good
1: uh i think i did watch a bit of it when it was on cable or something or maybe on youtube or something because i loved that movie when i saw it as a kid oh i yeah, loved I it a lot just... And I I don't um, think I knew until later
0: that that was oh it's the guy from the Beatles
1: it's yeah the I think that was... was in the Beatles <laughs> I think I definitely knew Ringo from that before I knew he was from the Beatles yeah yeah uh, maybe it would have been a good thing where if the Mandalorian goes into the cave and then he kills the rhino you know he f- kills the the mud horn and then suddenly you see a baby mud horn like come out of the cave like a you know like a like a you know a doe like not a doe like a uh, What's a baby deer called? A fawn. Yeah, a fawn. 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 Yeah. And so then now then he has now it would cut to him with baby Yoda and the baby Mudhorn <laughs> like he's, he's yeah leading this pack Actually, of children.
0: He's <laughs> got like a sled full of babies that he's just kind of going around. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, or you know, like I would like to see the you know the the baby Lockhorn comes out and sees that you know he just killed. Uh, it's it's almost like like the the Boba Django scene from the Petronaki Arena that the baby Lockhorn comes out, sees that this Mandalorian just killed his father and then goes and, you know, puts his head up to it and essentially vows to avenge him inside his... Um. Hmm. And so then, then you've got Boba Fett who hates Jedi and then you've got the, you know, Lock-Horn's Steve Lockhorn <laughs> who who hates uh, Mandalorians and he's chasing Boba Fett.
1: Mm-hmm. And then to make, go full circle, Mace Windu hated uh, the Lockhorns. Oh, there you go. More than, more than anything. So it's a, it's a part of a symbiont circle. Hmm. Um, it's interesting that you referred to the uh, Lockhorn as the father of the uh, the the baby, as opposed oh, yeah, to the mother, considering we, we'll, that the, the, the egg is in there.
0: We see one, and we see an egg. So, yeah. But we don't know. Yeah.
1: It could be like seahorses, where the males are responsible for. I just or, figured or, it was so it, it was so dumb
0: and aggressive. I figured it had to be the male. Mm, with the species. It's big horn and everything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: maybe. So uh, then uh, we get a ship fixing montage as Ugnolty and um, and uh, the Boba Fett fix up the ship. Yeah, I. I, um, I wrote he says in this will take days to do. It seems like that would take like months. Um.
0: I don't know. I mean, the Jawas managed to strip it in what we're assuming is overnight, you know, or or one day.
1: Yeah, um, it's a lot r- easier to r- wreck stuff than it is to put it together. Oh, true,
0: but also Ugnolty is very uh, talented. Uh, uh, we, hmm. we can assume that he's a skilled.
1: That's true. Like all Ugnots, uh, he is good with machinery and engineering.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I love. I wrote a team because of that that kind of fix it montage. I love it. <laughs>
1: I'd and then, take, um,
0: I, I would love like like, to take that and put the, you know, one of the uh
1: Rocky uh, montages. No, Rocky yeah, 3. any of
0: them, any of those 80s, uh, maybe not the the training montages, but the like putting stuff together. Like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of like, uh, was it Rock Until You Drop from Monster Squad or uh, any one of those kind of putting stuff together, getting the you know, getting the army ready, uh, kind of montages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, i trying to think of other ones if anybody can remember another one uh find a good 80s uh non-training uh, kind of a, an equipment montage from the 80s that you could you can put over that
1: not bad to the bone no no certainly not <laughs> uh and then we have a tearful goodbye to uh Agnulty. i was yeah, disappointed it... i was kind of hoping he was going to come along with him you know is this the end of gnulty I wrote. Do you think we'll see him again?
0: Uh, I don't know. It seems like, and I'm I'm not faulting it, um, just because it's unexpected. But I I'm a little bit um. You know the way that they set up the, kind of uh you know the lead up to this show, had it be like oh and we've got this guy we've got this guy and now, you know, granted two out of eight episodes so it's like a quarter of the show but, um. You know we 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 lost IG eleven after one episode. We lost, you know. We're we're leaving Ugnolty after two episodes. Like, if, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm into the fact that they're willing to just kind of, you know, they're following the story and not just kind of necessarily keeping characters around just to keep them around. Um, you know, the 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 way that the show was built beforehand, you thought that you know a lot of these characters might be showing up in every episode, but um, I I, I I'm okay with where it's going. It's just an, it's an interesting surprise
1: yeah uh, one thing that occurred to me is we don't there's no other like um <clears throat> like subplots or like we're basically just following the Mandalorian at all time we never we don't cut away to someone else you know tracking the Mandalorian and we're always with him you know we don't see any other uh perspective so far so uh it yeah it,
0: uh, it it's not um yeah there's no um there's no
1: parallel action Right,
0: and but it but it
1: works. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- not a complaint, just an observation that.
0: Uh... Yeah, no, it, it's an interesting. You know, there are no uh, hard and fast rules about what works and what doesn't work. You know, Empire wasn't so, strictly successful because it had parallel action. It was just one of yeah. the one of the tools.
1: So do you think um, he's going? He's bringing uh, Baby Yoda back to um, Werner Herzog, or is he going somewhere else?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming he's on his way back to Heartstock,
1: even though they might um, kill the baby Oda.
0: Well, there is that concern. I'm, I'm, I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm assuming there'll be some kind of tense moment because I think that, um, uh, Doctor, what was his name? Evigan. No, Pershing. Uh, Hershey? Doctor Pershing. Dr. Hershey. Pershing. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that Doctor Doctor Hershey would want to keep him alive. Uh, because yeah. he he seemed startled when when um Werner Herzog said you know that uh, dead was acceptable, right? Um, but also maybe not. Maybe that's you know maybe he maybe Dr Hershey is a you know a, a you know a Nazi doctor who wants to do vivisection to figure out what makes you know Yodel tick.
1: Yeah. If you're um, anyone working for the Empire, they can't have good.
0: Right. Although I, it, from, uh, from what we've been told, the empire doesn't really exist at this point. Right. Uh, so it's uh, it,
1: it's. I think I, I think he'll bring him back, but then some complication will come up, and he won't want to hand the baby over.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be interesting. A quarter of the way through, we'll see how this. Um, how does this? breakdown like what what's the end what how does season one end it'll be an interesting i think and not to get too uh i think that that the the heartwarming part of him will Mm -hmm. be um snuffed out
1: Hmm. i
0: think i think it might end with him killing
1: yodel no way might be no way i can't imagine that yeah, because he's right.
0: not. He's not a good guy.
1: Right. I uh, I uh, hope you're right. That would be a bold choice. Um. Uh, so what do you what do you rate this episode? I think I
0: liked this one more than the last one. Hmm. I liked the last one a lot. Um. But I think I like this one more. I could be. Uh, it, it's tough. You know that the. the Expectations were kind of, you know, raised, and they were they were high going into the first one, and then the fact that it was pretty good, um, made it that okay, well, now they have to live up to that, and I feel like it did. I re I really enjoyed. It. I like the Jawa stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it, it's yeah. I don't know. I liked. I think I like this one more. So what do we give? What do we give?
1: Uh, what did we give the we gave it a 10 Uh, I think I gave it a I think you maybe gave it a 9 and I think I gave it a 10 out of 11
0: right well no a 10 out of we don't know where the scale is going to take us <laughs> right um, so if I did I give it a 9 then I'll give this one a 10 I like it you give it a 10 okay I, yeah. out of who knows what
1: Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I was a little bit more critical. I think this one didn't have as much, um, it didn't seem like it had as much to it in terms of, um, like, I like the Jawas stuff, but it basically ends at the same exact spot that the last episode did with him, with the baby getting ready to leave the planet. So, um, it's a lot of, uh, it's an entertaining side road, but it is a side road nonetheless. And I wish there could have been a little bit more development, um, in terms of the plot, so I'm going to say i am going to go ahead and give it i am going to go ahead and give it a um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, like I thought, the yeah, first I one know. was so much richer in terms of like the world building and the and the the stuff we got to see and the the concepts. And this one has cool stuff in it, but it just seems a little simpler than uh, than the than the other one does. So
0: right. that's I like my a, I like I like simple and well done. That's always that's always going to be a hit with me. So. I hate things that are well done, right? Yeah, I know. You're always you're always complaining about our show. I like
1: Slavian and amateur better. I guess that'll wrap it up.
0: Um, yeah. Do you have any um, speculation? What I I know you asked if you thought I thought he was going to uh, wait. What you you asked if I thought he was going to go to uh, drop off the the package with the uh, Werner Herzog. Do you think that's that's where he's headed?
1: I think he will and when he gets there like something will um make him not want to go through with it and then it'll be a matter of them trying everyone trying to track him down like to get the baby
0: blasting his way out of there
1: i think the series ultimately will end with him handing baby yoda off to let's say mo oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I it better not be wookiees <laughs> why <laughs> Because like like the whole like Yoda and the Wookiees thing, I'm still not over it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there's better not be him handing off baby Yoda to the Wookiees.
1: Yeah, it's uh oh. So one thing I forgot to mention last week uh was the the presence of a Gonk droid. We did not uh, bring oh, that yeah. up. The uh, the Gonk droid leads uh, the 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 Boba Fett into uh, right. Werner in Herzog's office, and it's like a slick, almost like a uh, more like a uh, like a Transami kind of. Uh, <laughs> gonk droid. It's like all like uh, black yeah. polished and stuff. It's not all like rough. And uh,
0: And I so. I love that they're all like that there's all the different variations of, you know, Gonks and Astromechs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, presence of Gonk is something like it needs to be a concept. Um, <laughs> but the uh, I just looking over my notes, I forget we didn't touch on the uh, the point where where they're first negotiating with the Jawas, and the Jawas want the armor, and Ugnoltius is like, "Oh, he's a Mandalorian. Uh, he's not going to give you his, you know, Valyrian steel armor." Mm-hmm. And when they were, at, they want, they were wary of him, and they wanted him to get rid of his guns. He said, "I'm a Mandalorian. Uh, gun- you know, gun- gun weapons guns
1: are-, are a religion."
0: <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. That's two two little blip bits about um, Mandalorians that we that we um are learning. That guns are part of their religion. Guns are part of their religion and that you know, that other cultures seem to know um little bits about their uh their armor and their you know yeah. how important it is to them.
1: But what the Jawas um, have done with his armor,
0: I wonder. Oh they traded it. They could have sold that for Oh that's true. It was worth a billion
1: stuff. dollars so um Yeah down into a brick
0: also i'm hoping that we only continue to learn tidbits about that i'm hoping that there's not like all of this stuff i'm hoping that there's just a little bit um you know little bits that we learn i hope there's not like well here's how it all works out like we learn everything about mandalorian society and yoda's race and all this other stuff um you know I, i i like getting these little bits these little just side mentions so we get clues that we can you know put it together ourselves as much as we want but i don't i don't want to have it all laid out for me yeah
1: like the original star wars part of the fun of it was that you didn't know anything about like you were kind of the culture shock of like what the heck's going on with these like just trying to piece together the world you're in just from overheard bits of dialogue and and stuff like that so uh well, if you've enjoyed our analysis of the Mandalorian, why not check out our podcast, Star Wars Minute? Minute. You can you can go to starwarsminute.com or find it on uh, all your local uh, podcast providers. We have analyzed uh, the first seven movies, and I guess by the time this airs, we'll be uh. Nope. Nope. Not yet. We'll... We'll be on the verge of the of, of the rouge one coverage so uh exactly um yeah and then uh if you
0: like this kind of a thing if you've already heard star wars minute and you're uh you're a fan of uh of this show now don't forget we have a patreon too at star wars minute dot com slash patreon p a t r e o n um and you can get more uh just kind of general analysis and uh hello there <laughs> uh <laughs> you know the, the usual kind of whatever you know up-to-date news whatever we can whatever we can find yeah um and that's available for for patreon supporters and then also we have you know random other stuff that pops up over there so if you like this go check that out and it helps bring it all together
1: do we know when the next episode of the mandalorian is going to plop
0: next friday i've been told
1: so now so, i guess friday will be the regular
0: thing yeah these will probably um happen on fridays so all right uh, cool yeah, um, and uh, so expect it coming up. Then um, we will be um, we'll be back in various capacities. Keep an eye out um, for us all over the place with Star Wars stuff as it comes up. It's a very exciting time to be Star Wars, and uh, we'll see you next week on the Mandalorian.
1: Mandalorian.